All right, welcome into Tell Us How You Really Feel. I'm your host, Nate Shore, and for this episode, I'm joined by Rudy, Kyle Q, Kyle Q, (laughs) and Cool Mike. Uh, Cool Mike, uh, for this episode, the microphone is yours, and your 15 minutes has started, so why don't you tell us how you really feel? All right, great hot start here. So what I'm talking about right now is going to be American sports. Not sports, American sports. So I think that American national sports are corrosive to our culture. Um, I, I think they are. I think they enforce nationalism and capitalism to our own detriment. All right. Okay. All right. Do we want to talk? Why do you feel that way? Uh, I feel that way because uh, they're. I think they generate complacency with among our society. I think they are a proponent of of alcohol and um, consumerism and militarism. And I think that when there's actually a conscious. Um, I don't know, counterpoint, it's shut down immediately. Hashtag Kaepernick, right? So I think sports are, I think American sports are a bad, bad thing for, for the country. Anyone want to jump in? I got a lot of points. I mean, so I guess everything you just said, I believe the opposite. Yeah. That's what we're going for. That's what we're going for. All right. All right. Um, I feel like I'm in the middle there. I feel like there's some things I do agree with and some things I don't. I love sports and I love tailgating. So I feel like that's upsetting that it upsets you. Um, but I feel like the nationalism part and the Kaepernick point, I'm on your side with that. All right. All right. Let me just start with my back, my background with sports. Right. So I grew up in a sports family, very sports forward, very, you know, sports accepting as one would say. And I played a lot of baseball in the driveway as a kid. And then, you know, I played lacrosse and football throughout uh, my youth. Also captain of both of those teams. Offensive, um, yeah. offensive tackle. I mean, you're big right. dude, you know. I mean, yeah, you, I'm five eight, one hundred forty five pounds. I'm a, I'm a monster. Yeah. I'm a monster Five-star on the field. I'm chip. a gridiron. I just intimidate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I do. I really just tear it up. Yeah. And then you know, you know, it, it, they called me Rudy because they're like, this guy is small, and let's just throw him in the middle of this. Oh, this is a whole cluster. Fu- cluster. Uh, is this family friendly? What's going on here with the swear words? Oh. You can swear as much. All right, okay. So it's a whole cluster fuck with a whole high school football thing. Like, remember Gilby with his horn being like, "I stepped on a kid with mental disabilities." He's like, "Oh, okay, thanks." Yeah. Our coach. He definitely, definitely got fired for that. Yeah, he he did. He's probably dead. Uh, we don't know about him. Let me just also talk about sports things that I love. I want to talk about sports things that I love before I tear into them. Okay. Best sporting moment in world history, 1936, Berlin Olympics. Jesse Owens crushes, crushes the Aryan race. Hitler's up there. He's like, oh, we had the Olympics up here in Berlin. It's supposed to be very good for all of us, and all the white people are going to do so. Who's this man, Jesse Owens? This black man running so fast. Great moment in sports history. Jackie Robinson, 1947, New York Dodgers. Amazing, breaking the color barrier. Also, not the first black man to play um, MLB. Um, Hank Aaron, 33 years in the league. and I'm sorry. Yeah, 33 years in the league, and his record should still stand, but steroids, fuck that bullshit. Lou Gehrig, quote, I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth until he died of the disease that he's named after. Bill Veck. Do you guys know Bill Veck in the MLB? No. That guy. Who wrote this for you? Did George George write this for you? No, I did, because (laughs) I want to show you that I can flex my goddamn sports knowledge. This is all Mike Schumacher right here. It's all cool, Mike. Do you know who Bill Veck is? No. Because if you guys don't know who Bill no. Veck is, anyone listening <laughs> on this podcast should look up who Bill Veck is. Remember the little guy who got up to bat, the small man, the little person? He was 3'7", small strike zone, and the league banned him. <laughs> three foot That seven. was Bill Veck. Do you remember? Um, uh, three, no, three, you're crossing the line between, like, movies. I think you're talking about a movie, bro. That ain't right. Uh, uh, you can fact check this, my friend. 1973, Bobby Riggs and Billie Jean King. 
great moment. Battle of the Sexes with Tennis. Fuck yeah, way to go, Billie Jean King. 2018, oh, I'm sorry. This is what I'm talking about now, money. 2018, the Alabama football, football team made seven, $174 million, which is on par with NFL money. Okay, now let's just back up. I love sports. All right. Sports All right, well, I feel like you left a couple off, you know. I mean, you could definitely talk about Henry Rowan Gartner, you know, that kid who threw like 100 miles per hour <laughs> for the Cubs. Like, that was pretty crazy. Was Bobby, was, Boucher. Bobby, Bobby yeah. Boucher. Bobby yeah. Boucher came out of nowhere. I mean, yeah, started from the bottom. Yeah, the, the Jamaican Rocky, bobsled team. Rocky I mean, was an amazing Rocky. boxer. I mean, like, yeah, God, I, you really left a bunch of the greatest moments in sports history out, I feel like. Hey, Qualiana, one, one point I'm going to make here is that I, all those things that I read were real things that happened. If you want to fact check me on some sports, then good, go for it. Because, like, I got it down right now because I'm speaking your language. You want to talk World War II? Come at me, bro. But right now I'm speaking no, your I'm language. Scared, okay, dude. so believe that. Oh, then look it up because that's not bullshit, okay? So that's real stiff. That's real shit. Okay. Now, I think that the amount of money – I'm sorry. The amount of money that we spend on professional sports and the, the, the way that it is used to make the American people complacent, okay, to actual issues is absurd. It's absurd. Do you know how much money the NFL generated last year in, 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 uh, in revenue? I don't. No, I no. do not. I know that Jerry Jones is on top there. Somewhere. All right. The answer is $13 billion. You know that's the – to the GDP of Mongolia or Armenia? Okay, that's the NFL. Okay, well, here, here's a fun little lesson. 13.5 billion dollars the NFL made, okay? That, you can also combine Somalia, Liberia, South Sudan, and you want to throw in the Central African Republic at 2.3 billion dollars? Yeah, same thing. Those four countries made the same amount of money as the NFL. Okay, so let's just talk about money and sports. All right. There are 57,000 teachers in Wisconsin. 57,000. That's a pretty good number, right? You know how much money Aaron Rodgers has signed on for the 2020 season? No. Like 30 million? 20, uh, 26.5. Uh, David, David <laughs> Bakihari. What's it? How do you say his name? <laughs> Bakhtiari. 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 That's 14.2. Jimmy Graham, shitty contract. What a great deal. Uh, 12.66. Six. Uh, Devontae Adams, 10.8. Mike Daniels at 10.7, right? At Aaron Rodgers' salary annually, you can employ 456 teachers in the Wisconsin uh, school district based on the national average, which is $57,000 a year. Nationally, it's $54,000 a year. So that just is insane to me. You have these entertainers up there. You have military jets fly over the whole arena. You have this entire thing where it's like, America is the best. We love this. Watch the TV. Why don't you guys crack a beer here? Why don't you guys crack a beer here? I got one. All right, Budweiser. All right, you gotta love that. What the heck? Really I'm, only, I'm only a couple in. And so the amount of the amount of money that's pumped into this, the amount of infrastructure that's pumped into this makes no sense. You know, there's a study that says that if you drove or flew a plane over a city and just dropped money out of the windows of the airplane, it would be the same economic impact as just opening a stadium in that town. I can, I can, I can show you birthday studies. I can, show you, I, can, I can show you studies on studies where the economic impact of a stadium or a sports team makes no difference on that. I mean, there's a cultural aspect, and that we should touch on, and that will be the nuance of this episode in the last six minutes here. But overall, <laughs> overall, there is no. You're telling me. No you're economic. telling me Green Bay would be the same city without the Packers. 
wait, did I, did I say that? Or did I say economic impact <laughs> with a, a ca- caveat to talk about culture? Because I think I just said the latter. Now you're putting words in my mouth, Qualiana. Okay. This is why I fucking hate you. <laughs> All right, thought so. <laughs> thought so. <laughs> thought so. Okay, that's called nuance, motherfucker. All right. Go to college, except for I did. You you did, but, you know, let's move on. From that. <laughs> I mean, you kind of did. Yeah, I you know. Let's do a, a fake college. <laughs> You know, it's, I, wait, so, so basically the thesis is that I think that professional sports within America, not talking about sports, because sports are great. I love playing sports. I'm seriously cutting a, cutting a soccer field for my lady right now so she can play in my fr- farmyard with soccer so we can play baseball. I'm not talking about sports. I'm talking about the way America – Wait, what? Yeah. We can, do you want to talk about that later? That can be the end of the episode. The way sure, sports yeah. are used in America, I believe, the United States, is a, as a tool – to keep the population down and complacent and to enforce nationalism and militarism and commercialism. And I think that you look at the outrageous salaries these people are played, you look at paid to play, <laughs> and you look at these stadiums, you look at the contracts, it makes no it makes no sense. I, I, I think that I think that's insane. Not to even not to even broach the subject of being at like a Wisconsin dive bar and being like, how about them Packers? And like, you're expected to know all this knowledge. I should be like, how about them Kurds? And people are like, who are the Kurds? I'm like, oh, they're just fighting for the homeland. We just sent a bunch of troops over there to help them in Syria. Cool. You don't know anything about that? We gave them $6 billion. Cool. Yeah. You don't know. You, oh, Aaron Rodgers. Great. Let's talk about Aaron Rodgers. He's good. He's good. He's probably going to leave. We just hired his replacement. We just drafted him. You know, that's where I'm at My- with sports. Hit me, Nate. Hit me, Nate. Yeah, do you do you think that there is some like it's a conscious effort to to, to I guess instill nationalism and militarism, or you think it's just a, a byproduct? I think of it's it? conscious. I think the entire thing is conscious. You may say you, from who? I think it's, I think it. I think it's a. I don't. You can't say like the government because that doesn't make any sense. I think it's an economic. <laughs> I think it's an economic tool through marketing that's been used for and developed and evolved over generations that is being used in this manner. And whether it's conscious or unconscious for those people, it doesn't matter. It's still being used in that way. What about college sports? So this is different. I know Kyle will have something to say on this. I think that college sports are in a similar vein, but based on the educational aspects and how the NCAA is kind of all up in the air, what are they going to pay athletes or not? That's kind of controversial. That's not something I want to talk about. Um, you could say like esports, also same vein, not as evolved. Um, but yeah, college sports... College sports are different, right? College sports, all those kids go to the same college. I can walk down um, the Tar Heels campus, and I can see all their basketball players. I'm not going to walk down Green Bay and see all their players. I'm going to see a bunch of free agents that are constantly trading around. You know, Brett Favre played for the Jets and then the Vikings. Are you kidding me? I have, like, ten of his T-shirts. He was a hero. (laughs) Right? You know what I'm saying, right? (laughs) College is a little different. No, I mean, uh, T-shirts. I have jerseys, too, but I have one jersey. I have a bunch of T-shirts, Kyle. Fuck you. I know the difference. I know semantics, dude. Well, <laughs> All right. So, so at me for I, that. I feel like I was not quite prepared to handle your very grandiose argument that, that professional sports <laughs> create, what was it, nationalism and militarism? <laughs> Wait, hold on, Kyle. There, hold on, Kyle. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, hold on. There's a... There's a, there's a... <sighs> That was, that was three F-16s with a B-52 flying over, and now we're going to do the co- – I'm sorry. The veterans are going to come out in the field right now, and all the uniforms are going to be in camouflage right now. I'm sorry right now. Um, I can't talk to you about nationalism right now. I'm watching this awesome show. I actually okay, cool. I anyway. agree with some of what you're saying, um, and I guess I'll start with that, and then I'll try to go into what I disagree with. I, I think professional sports in particular, but all sports, are like a great distractor from things that actually matter. 
Like, I don't think, that, I mean, like, like professional sports don't matter, but, like, they captivate a huge They audience. don't. So I would call So, like, and, and so, like, I guess, no, yeah, I guess I would agree. I would say that all of those things promote complacency to some degree. Um, and I guess the example that I would give is, like, during this COVID-19 thing, I've been forced to look for other things to watch other than sports. And the only thing to watch is the news, you know? And so, like, I feel like more. Don't watch the and, news. Right, and that's the problem, right? So, like. So here's where I'm going to loop the argument and go back to you is that like you you wind up watching the news and just being misinformed. So like I would almost rather have people that just don't care. Like even like there's horrific tragedies that are going on all around the world and in the United States like every day. And I think sports is a distractor from that because like sports is kind of like a meritocracy and sports is kind of like this almost perfect like world, I guess. You know, no, and, yeah, okay. and, and it's like, not a it's, perfect world. It's, it's a not. it's a merit. It's a meritocracy, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. It's like you can pave your own and way. Some parts of it, yes, are. Merit- yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I know what meritocracy as, means. As opposed to valued yeah. for your. And so, yeah. but I guess that my argument would be that sometimes it's what we need. Like we, or, or it's maybe what's an bad. escape. We need an escape. We need we need a Netflix. We need something to get exactly. Yeah. And so, like, I, I wouldn't. Cool. Do you need? Do I you, wouldn't say that it promotes the GDP of Laos to do that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you need it. You don't yeah, need really? it. Really? I mean, Laos is also you need the GDP. I mean, like of four different nations to. Yeah, be I mean, you pick the four shittiest nations, but like, yes. That's true. I mean, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's all fair. That's all fair. <laughs> On the Q index, the four shittiest yeah. nations. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, so I think that is what it is about, I guess, partially, accidentally, maybe, but it's more about community, and you touched on that. Like, it's more about community and, like, giving identity. And so I would say it's almost not about nationalism. It's almost about, like, uh, I don't know, what is, like, what is the nationalism equivalent of being a fan of the Packers? Like, it almost gives you that. Tribalism? Yeah, like, it almost promotes tribalism to some degree, in a weird do you mean way? almost or definitely does? Like definite, it, it definitely definitely does. does, I guess, right? Like it okay. wouldn't yes, tribalism. It wouldn't promote yes, nationalism. And I, I don't know about militarism. I don't know how that one I don't know how that one fits in really. Really? Are you laughing right now about that? Because let me talk about military. Are you done yet? Okay, yeah, you go. can go. <laughs> let's talk about let's let's talk about let's talk about football in particular, because that's where okay. we're at right now. Militarism with the Packers. Okay, first of all, Packers. They're like a working class team, right? Packers, right? They're special yeah. too. All right, working class. Now, what's the goal of football? The goal of it is to score a touchdown. You have to drive down with your ground game and your air attack and this, and you gain yards and you go forward. And it's, just, it's all about territory and control and possession and a strategy to do it. Like you have your Air Force, which is, you know, Aaron Rodgers tossing it to Devonta Adams. You have and whoever the fuck's going to run the ball, they have, like, eight running backs now. And, like, you have the ground game, the ground attack. Like, the entire structure of football is militaristic. Being in football as a kid, it is drilled. Like, I felt like I was in the goddamn Marine Corps when I was, like, 15. Like, remember Lanty? He was like, goddamn pussy shirt, motherfucker, like, playing soccer. We're going to keep you up a rope. you be tough. <laughs> Lamont, what happens? Yeah, 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 I mean, rope. yeah. What happens, Lamont, when you punch somebody outside of jail, outside of, you know, blah, football? It's like, you go to jail. It's like, okay, this whole thing is, like, structured on, like, violence and intimidation and, and winning, winning something, right? There's no cooperation. You never cooperate with Memorial or Beloit or, or your opposing team. You, you dominate them. You, you go into their home territory, you conquer their capital, you put the football there, yeah, we win. 
It's the same yeah, thing. But it's you like, see it. Yeah, you but that's like metaphoric with... militarism. Like that's not true militarism. And, and like a lot that, of that no, is, that's what I'm well, talking yeah, it's about. Like, that is no, it's like meta, it can't be it's metaphoric. Like that's the no, it's like it, it's 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 all a, I guess a metaphoric militarism is what I would call that. And honestly, part of that is because they're trying to teach the principles like of discipline and like of those different things. You know that like very much so apply in the military, but also apply in football. Like I, I don't think that they're yeah, super and, dissimilar. Yeah, yep. But Mil- like I would say that it's, really military and football. That's where those things apply. Where else do they apply? I don't know. Life, Nowhere. Like, like life. Like, like if you you need to have discipline. Yeah, <laughs> In life. Yeah, when I'm in the supermarket, I'm like, get out of the way, fucking bitch. I'm going to go, oh, you're old. I don't care. I'm going to check out before <laughs> yeah, you. Okay, well, you, no, no. You, me, you need to be, you so need to be able aggressive. to apply the lessons a little better than that. <laughs> so, that's, <laughs> so that's nuance, man. That's nuance. Like, the idea of just being like, I don't know, that, that crazy... That crazy masculinity, that, that, that just that, that is militarism. You say it's just the idea of it's not actually, we don't actually have guns. I could have a bunch of kids at the farm here playing with broomsticks, marching in formation, and people would be like, yo, dude, are you starting a militia on your commune? And I'd be like, no, we're just playing with broomsticks. And you'd be like, well, it looks a lot like you're trying to make these kids soldiers. And I'd be like, no, there's broomsticks. Come on, man. They're going to go get a job at Epic in a couple of years. Don't worry about it. I mean, like, there's, it's, it's a, you know, it's a pattern of education. And it's a culture. So, like, you just you just reinforced my point with what you just said, man. Like, that is the way we develop military. It doesn't just it doesn't just grow out of out of the pavement. It is something that we've planted and cultivated for years. Like, this is something that is a, a national identity, and football is at the core of it. It is. I mean, no, no, no. I mean, let's. I mean, we can broaden out for a second. Let's talk about Bob Euchre. I mean, that guy. I listen to Bob Euchre any day of the week. He can talk about the Brewers. He can talk about the Braves. I don't care what year it is. It's summertime when Bob Euchre's talking. I'm gonna cut the grass and have a good time, right? Like that's Bob Euchre. It's great. It's tradition. It's culture. It's Milwaukee. But when you bring these other aspects up, like you have to realize, we are teaching all of us and our young men and our fans that it's okay to. I think way. we're teaching them American values, though, to some degree. Like, I think America, I think America, exactly. like, we I, are so, 100% so American guess, values. What are those American values, Kai? I guess values, I think those American, American values, values are discipline, hard work, um, just way to carry your rifle, right? What uh, you got I mean, next? I don't know if football teaches that <laughs> discipline, dis- discipline, hard work. Uh, I mean, to be more liberal with it, healthy, active lifestyle, uh, competition, like, we're a very competitive nation, um. You know, like there, yeah, there are, there are like, like you're talking about how it's like, oh, we're not working as a team with Beloit or Janesville, but that's because we're not working with a team with everyone in the world. And we're not working as a, as a team as everyone in the United States, you know, like we're. Well, we should be working with a team with everyone in the world. Why is everyone making a vaccine right now? And we're not participating with it. Right. We should be working for this COVID thing, working as a team to develop a vaccine. We should be. But we're not. We're like, we're going to make our own thing. It's like, what? what no, the I think that's interesting. Doing? But doesn't competition breed like greatness in that kind of you put these these pharmaceutical companies against each other to breed something like that competition will get us that back I, I think that's a false notion i think that i think the idea that competition breeds success in 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 the greater aspect is is false i think that on, on the short run yes we need competition we need this i love competition i love playing sports hold on goddamn tractor i think that i yeah loki loki we're about to get like a tornado right now where i live so <laughs> hey Kyle, I mean, Kyle, I want you to make sure you position, put your house first on there, and then my house and my farm are going to be fine from the tornado down here. Yeah, I mean, like the fire, like the sirens are going off right now. 
Oh my! Oh my God! Get in your basement. Yeah, well, I am. I'm in the basement already. This is. Sorry. Did you? All did right, you always okay. get hit by a? That's why the sound. Did you always so get hit good. by a train earlier? I heard a train. You. Who? Uh, right now in the yeah, podcast. Yeah, like or... ten seconds ago. No, that was that was a tractor that, my, that I own that my friend is using to, to till my fields. And he's like, "Why can't you till your fields?" And I'm like, "I'm on a podcast thing." And he's like, "Okay, you suck." Anyways, I think. Go ahead. All right, Mike. Well, you've yeah. No, I was just gonna say I think you, I think you have some really interesting arguments, Mike. Like I think I think you've got some interesting points. I just I would say my argument would be that sports is teaching American values, and you can agree or disagree with American values. You know, like you can you can. Whoa, 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 whoa! Stop right there. Full stop. You can wait. First of all, it's teaching American values, which you have not defined, and I can agree or disagree with something. That I, try, I, don't I tried know to outline talking about because for me. I mean, it's like dis- yeah, discipline, so discipline hard work, competition, um, a healthy, active lifestyle. I mean, like, I think those are American. I think those are roughly American values. I don't know. Yeah. So cool. Let's talk about let's talk about the healthy, the healthy lifestyle of American values, because we're all looking in great shape and our country has no problem with obesity. Right. Like we're all good. Fair. Great. We're all in, in great shape. And that's the way we, sp- we spend our money and like discipline. Yeah. We're all super disciplined. We all drive cars. I think they're idealistic values. Or we know none of us can wear a mask in public. We have this huge problem with discipline. Like you want to talk about individuality or this like that's those are such. Those are some fake words that you're using. This, these are these are the words that are used by the NFL. These are words that are used by sports. Discipline. This, these are obscure words that we don't actually know what they are. When actually discipline is something that we need to do, what is that? You, Colin Kaepernick. I think, no, I would he agree. I discipline. would totally agree. I, I think some people get it and some people don't. And I think that sports um, at the professional level maybe don't embody that as well as I had, had previously thought, I guess, you know. I, I think – you know, at the high school and college level, that's what they try to be about. But I think the problem is it's hard to teach those things, you know, and not everybody has those same values, you know. Um, disagree. Disagree. I think what happens at the professional level is called capitalism. And I think when you have GDPs of nations, four, four point, you know what the NFL made, no, uh, NHL made? Like nothing. NHL is like very unprofitable. What, what country is that equivalent to in GDP? Um, <laughs> um, I don't know, like... Vanuatu or something. <laughs> um, a deep cut. Very nice. Well, like, like there, there is something to be said for like the pure sport, and that's what I'm getting at. Like, I love the pure sport. That's why I like college. College sports are great. I love playing sports with my friends. Sport is awesome. I love playing sports. But when you bring in all this fucking bullshit, all this advertising, all like drink beer, come to the game, like yeah, get wasted at the stadium, tailgate, fucking do this, and then just like shout and yell and let's pay these guys millions of dollars, way more than anyone is, you know, doing anything makes money, but you guys just like hit a ball around. Like that is some fucking bullshit. I feel like I feel like national US sports have corrupted the idea of sport. And that's my argument. I'm saying US national sports have eroded have eroded the idea of sport in use of like a capitalistic and a militaristic and a nationalistic paradigm. And it's insane. And it's, it, it breeds complexity. The same way that you would have gladiators fight in the ring. You'd be like, my daddy was a good gladiator fighter in Algeria, but now that we're in Rome, like it's all about the money. You know? No, that wasn't funny. Well, Mike, I, to, put a, to put a bow on it, uh, I did look up Bill Beck, who you were talking about. Yeah, that's hilarious. And he was, he, no, he, he was the owner who I brought know. in a man named Eddie Goodell, who is yes, three foot seven. Yeah. Uh, his, his number was uh, yep, one eighth. Yeah, it was eighth. one eighth. Yep, yep. Uh, yep. So he played for, all this. 
for the St. Louis Browns, and then he uh, came in and walked on four consecutive balls, and then got a pinch run. And then they also made a rule. So that was his major (laughs) unbelievable reference. The the next day, they made a rule. The next day, (laughs) the MLB made that you couldn't have small people play baseball. So, so small people, little people, can't play professional baseball because there was that rule made. Yeah, what, what year was that, Nate? Nate? What year was that? It's like 1955, 1957? Uh, 1951. Okay, 1951. Okay, yeah. 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 So well, that's hilarious. That's a whole other podcast in and of I mean, dude, look up, yeah. look up the disco demolition night. That turned into a giant riot in downtown. That was 1975, I think. Bill Vack, man. Holy yeah. shit. Mike, where can if people want to talk to you about the military industrial complex or as it relates to sport, where can I find you? It's at 123 Fake Street, Madison, Wisconsin. You got um, any can, can I, can social media you want to plug or anything? I want to plug one thing. I want to plug one thing. Okay, so every day in the United States, 20 veterans commit suicide. Um, there's a huge lack of funding for our military veterans in terms of mental health. And one of the best resources that I found is called the National Alliance on Mental Health, which, Nate, you might know, is called NAMI. These people know what they're talking about. And I think we really need to take care of our military veterans on a, on, on a mental health level because we should not send them off to some battlefield and let them come back to some wasteland where no one talks to them. We need to support our military veterans and their mental health so they do not choose the path of suicide. There you go. Mike, way that's to put a bow on it. That that's, what I'm pl- that's what I'm plugging. That's what I'm plugging. Cool. Well, there you have it. That's Mike, that was supposed to go 15 minutes, but I think we had plenty to talk about. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave it to you to cut that one up.